If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and listening to Tuesdays with Tammy. And today I am going to focus on youth living in the hoard, or what I call hashtag Y-L-I-T-H. Again, that's youth living in the hoard. And part of the reason I focus on this is that I know what it feels like to grow up in a hoarded, dysfunctional, chaotic situation. That's not to say there aren't some pleasant memories, but by and large, it's very difficult to grow up in a hoarded situation. And I know that youth living in hoarded homes are usually able to escape those homes on a regular basis. And that really can help you have a different experience and it gives you a place to um, get away from that hoarding and chaos when you um, have somewhere to go. And usually you're able to connect with people away from that clutter and chaos by going to church, school events, different youth centers. You might uh, provide childcare for your friends or neighbors or do pet sitting or things like that. And those are all things that allow you to do good and productive things, but get you away from that situation. And right now, I know it can be really hard to be at home and be unable or have very limited ways to escape that chaos. And the other aspect of that, of that now is that those kids might need to be online or those youth might need to be online um, on camera. Uh, maybe they are required to show some aspect of where they live um, by having their face on camera. And they may not have anywhere to actually do this that doesn't have clutter. And that can be difficult uh, to be able to show up fully if you're in a space where you're not actually comfortable or you're embarrassed to be on camera based amount, based on the amount of clutter that is around you. And the other part of that is they might have very limited space to do their homework or complete school projects because um, in a hoarded space, often every surface is covered. Um, if you try to move things that can cause trauma and drama in that um, relationship with your parents or other people that live there. And so it can be hard to find a space to do some of the work you need to do um, in order to get, you know, at least a passing grade in your classes. And often the person that hoards will have an emotional, uh, dramatic response to moving things around. And even though the kid or the youth might want to move stuff around and have a clear space, it really becomes a battle and your self-worth can be attacked and you can be verbally abused in those situations 
And so often you just choose not to fight that battle because it's too, you don't want your self-worth attacked and you don't want to feel like you're doing something bad when honestly clearing a space would probably be very helpful for you and anyone else living in the home. So if you're a youth living in these situations, I've got three tips here that might help you survive um, this time period where we're isolated and have limited means to leave our spaces often. So for the first tip is if you have a space that you can claim as your own, keep it organized and easy for you to use. And if at all possible, don't let other people put stuff in your space. Number two is if you are not allowed to move anything, but still need to be on camera or be visible online, hang a curtain or a blanket to block out the clutter that might be viewable when you're on camera. And the third tip is to connect with other people and stay in touch with your friends and people who care about you through social media, your text uh, options and a phone or messenger. Just find ways to stay connected. And I think it's really valuable for people to know that they're not alone and that there are people who have survived these hoarded homes and moved on and created their lives uh, far away from the hoarded situation, as well as not participate in that hoarding behavior themselves. So I'm going to go back and talk a little bit about if you have a space of your own, because personally, I ended up having my own room as a teenager and I was able to keep that space clutter free. And I realized that like I had internal motivation to do that because I found clutter to be very anxiety producing. But honestly, I don't think I realized that at the time. I just knew I needed a space where I felt like I could breathe and where I could do homework and have some peace and quiet which can be hard to come by in a hoarded situation. If the TV or radio is always on, if people are disagreeing about stuff or other things that are going on, you tend to wanna to find a place to get away from that. And I was able to create that space, but I also was adamant about no one's stuff is coming in my room. And I had a smaller room and I laid out a carpet remnant that I, that was laying around and I had a basically a chair, a desk, um, a dresser, a bed, and a few of my knickknacks and um, things like that. And I had a closet to hang up clothes. Um, I did not have heat in that room. And so I often slept under a lot of blankets and um, I was able to maintain that space though as a totally clutter-free situation. And I had friends and some cousins who, it was kind of the joke that the cleanest room in the house was mine, which is kind of the opposite of what a lot of people think about kids that are teenagers and have messy rooms. I did not have a messy room because I couldn't stand it. And so I found ways to create a space for myself that didn't include uh, the drama or the clutter. And so if you are in a position where you might only have a small space, I mean, you might have a bed or a couch, you might have a corner of a couch 
or some space that you can claim as your own. And maybe you have a desk or maybe you even have a closet that is yours that is clutter-free. If there's a way for you to establish something like that, I highly, highly recommend being able to do that. And if you don't have that space, but you do have the ability to use a space and you could block it with a blanket or um, a curtain or even, you know, maybe even cardboard, if that's what you have to block out that clutter. And so I will say that surviving a hoarded situation does make you, I think, look at things a lot differently and, um, and it's very scary to let people into your space because of that. And there's another piece of this is called doorbell dread where the door ring bell rings and you're afraid to answer the door. And that is also a carryover that um, comes a lot from being afraid of people finding you or seeing you in a space that's really cluttered and um, it can make it hard later on um, for you personally, if you are uh, experience that kind of a knee jerk reaction to doorbell doorbells or someone knocking on the door. Um, so I'm not going to say that your life isn't impacted, but I will say that you can get away from it. You can manage it. You can take yourself to therapy. You can find groups online. And there are definitely ways for you to connect with other people. And I didn't even know when I was growing up that other kids lived this way. And I find that that is a hallmark of people who've grown up in a hoarded home. There, there is a lot of concern that you're the only one that grew up this way, or you're the only one that has experienced it. And I thought that way as well for a long time, many years, it took me to finally discover that I was not by myself. And so I have a group for, uh, called the Hoarding Solution Community um, where people are welcome to join us. And I'm primarily focused on um, older folks, but there's also some other resources available to you. And you can search by the hashtag, hashtag mycohp, which is M-Y-C-O-H-P. And I will also put a few links in the show notes. So if you check this out, um, you'll be able to check out some of these resources that are available. And I just encourage you to figure out the life you want to create and take steps to create that life, whatever that looks like, whether it's getting a good grade on that next test or uh, looking at a college or looking at a trade school, or maybe you have a job that you like and you'd like to move forward with that, you know, after you finish school or while you're finishing school. And just focus on what you want to create. Um, I had a mentor tell me that years ago when I was still a teenager, and it really did shift my attitude about what could I create. And it helped me understand that I did not have to remain in the hoarded situation, nor did I have to live that way as an adult. So anyway, thank you so much for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and listening to Tuesdays with Tammy. And I look forward to connecting with you. And you can also follow me on a lot of different social media sites. You can find me at the Hoarding Solution on Instagram. And I will post a link also for other ways to contact me in the show notes. So thank you for being here and have a great day.
If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution.